Welcome back to the YI Network, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started doing what they're doing so that you can find your dream job too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest. His name is John Lee Dumas. Now, if you haven't heard of John Lee Dumas before, he is the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, a business podcast where he interviews successful entrepreneurs. As of 2018, his podcast has received over 70 million downloads with 1 million monthly listeners. At peak, he makes $400,000 a month podcasting. So I think we're going to get a lot today. He's interviewed over 2,000 incredible entrepreneurs, including Tony Robbins, Seth Godin, Gary Vanderchuk, Barbara Cochran, Tim Ferriss, and many more. So let's go ahead and dive right in. You ready? Rock, brother. Let's go. All right. So, John, why and how did you become a podcaster? I became a podcaster because I loved the medium of podcasting. I was a consumer of podcasts. I listened to podcasts every day when I was driving to work, driving home, running on the beach, at the gym, walking my dog, folding laundry. I was just a consumer of podcasts. And this is back in 2010, 2011, 2012, when podcasting was kind of this unknown kind of techie thing. And I loved the medium. I thought it was great. I got it. It was on demand. It was targeted and it was free. So what was not to love about podcasting? Wow. Beautiful. So, I mean, how long did it take for you to realize that this was something you wanted to do? Like how old were you? What what was your mindset? I was 32 years old and I didn't like want to become a podcaster per se. I came at it from a different angle which I think a lot of successful entrepreneurs come at whatever it is that they stumble into, which is one day I was driving home from work and I was like, oh man, like this podcast episode was so great where this person interviewed this entrepreneur about their journey. I'm going to go home and I'm going to download a podcast that does this every single day because there must be a podcast that comes out seven days a week, 365 per year, that has a interview with a successful entrepreneur. I'm just gonna go find that show and I'm gonna download it. And like, it could have been that easy. Like I, if I had gone home and found that show, I would have downloaded it and listened to it and who knows what would have happened. But the, the real thing that happened was I got home, looked for the show, it didn't exist. Mm. There was no daily show interviewing entrepreneurs whatsoever. So I was like, wait a second. This is a void in the marketplace. This is a niche that needs to be filled because if I want to listen to a daily show, I'm not the only person driving to work every day. I'm not the only person hitting the gym, walking their dog, folding laundry, listening to podcasts. There's other people out there I know that want more content. So I said, why not be the change I want to see in the world, to quote Gandhi, and I went off and created back in 2012 the first ever daily podcast interviewing the world's most successful entrepreneurs. And for five and a half years, 2,000 days in a row, I produced 2,000 episodes. And it's been a great journey as we're talking now. I've produced over 2,200 episodes and Entrepreneurs on Fire is growing strong. Beautiful, beautiful. So, I mean, you're very, if anybody listens to your show, you can tell that you are very good with uh, talking to people and whatnot. What do you think are some childhood hobbies and habits that you think contributed to what you're doing today? None. Absolutely zero zip and zilch. And the fact of the matter is, I wasn't good at 
any of this podcasting thing when I first started. I was not a good interviewer. I was not a good host. I was not a good speaker. I was not a good presenter. But guess what I did? I put in the reps. I did the work. I was doing a daily show. I was doing 30 a month, 365 per year. And just like anything in this world, when you put in the reps, when you put in the work, when you practice your little face off, you get better. And so nothing I did as a child helped me in any way, shape, or form become a good podcast host. What helped me become a good podcast host was podcasting, was putting in the reps, was doing hundreds and then thousands and now multiple thousands of podcasts. Wow. Okay. So that's real inspiring. But what is an average day like for you? Because you, um, you're you one of the wealthiest podcasters I've ever seen. And I know a, a bunch of people want to know what it's like, you know, an average day like for you working. I think the most important thing for an entrepreneur who wants to be in this game for the long term is you have to have a balanced life. You have to be focused on the business, but you have to be also focused on your health and on your relationships. That is a trifecta. If you have one of those three out of alignment, the wheels are gonna fall off at some point because we're human beings. We need meaningful relationships. That's just an innate core thing that we have to have on some levels. Health, you can be the richest, most wealthy person in the world. If you don't have your health, you're not happy. So that has to be a focal point of your day to day. And then your business, of course, has to become your focal, has to be your focal point as well. So those three things need to always be at the forefront of what you're doing in this world. So for me, because I know my business is going to be a big focal point of every single day, I block off 90 minutes every single morning to do nothing business related. It is purely focused on my health and on my relationships. So my first 90 minutes of every morning, that morning routine starts with a walk, often with my girlfriend, Kate, and that's helping to both improve my health and my relationship. Mm-hmm. It's getting me outside. It's getting vitamin D. It's getting the blood move, moving. It's just a great way to start the day. So that's the first 50 minutes of every morning. Then when I get back, you know, I'm meditating. I'm journaling. I'm hydrating with water. I'm using the supplements I need to use. I'm, again, focusing on health during this 90 minutes. Um, I'm focusing on relationships, too, by making any personal phone calls I need to make, taking care of anything along those lines, to stay in touch with friends and family, whatever that might be. But then after that morning routine is done, then my day starts. And that's typically around 9 a.m. that I work a pretty standard 9 to 5 and by five o'clock, I'm kind of wrapping the day down. And then my evening is starting where, you know, I'm kind of more focused on the relationship side of what I'm doing. So mornings mostly focused around health, the day mostly focused around business, the night mostly focused around relationships. Of course, some things bleed into each other. I mean, life will happen and it happens and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're putting some focus on all three of those every single day, you're going to be growing a balanced overall perspective for what you're doing in this life. Wow, beautiful. Now, let me ask you this. What do you enjoy the least about your work? I probably would have been able to answer that question a lot better like five years ago because when you first start running your business and you haven't yet achieved success, you have to say yes to a lot of things that you might not want to say yes to because you just don't know. You've got to taste it. You've got to try it. You've got to see if it works. And if it works, then you got to figure out a way to start to like it or to implement it into your business or just to make it happen. So there was a lot of things I didn't like when I first started my business that I said yes to. Um, but, you know, here I am seven years later, 
you know, having um, generated millions of dollars a year through Entrepreneurs on Fire for multiple, like over five years now, I mean, I've been able to start really just not doing anything I don't like. I mean, like I say no to what I want to say no to. I say yes to what what I want to say yes to. So it's very rare um, that I'm doing anything that I just really don't like in my business because I've either hired virtual assistants to do those things if they need to remain part of my business um, or I've just stopped doing them altogether because I just don't need them in my life. So that's kind of a cop-out answer, but it's really the true one because I I honestly, when you ask that question, I can't think of anything that I don't like doing day to day because if I get to that point with anything, I find a way to outsource it to somebody on my team or stop doing it. That's crazy. That is crazy. Okay, so let me ask you this. What do you enjoy the most about podcasting? What I enjoy most about podcasting is being able to ask really thought-provoking and interesting questions to people who I admire, to people who have accomplished great things in life, to really help them bring their genius to the world. Because a lot of people have genius, but they don't know how to share it with the world. And to me, a podcast host, a good podcast host, a good interviewer, like a Larry King type, can bring the genius out of an individual that that individual is very likely and potentially not able to bring out on their own. There's an art to it. There's a genius to it. There's a process to it. And the great interviewers of our time, that goes for podcast hosts all the way to, again, the TV personalities like Larry King are able to do at such a high level. Beautiful. So do you think that grades mattered in school for the success in your career? No, I really don't like how the grade system is set up because you bring home a report card with three A's, a B, and a D. What are you going to be told? You need to really focus on your D. Like You need to get that up to like a C or a B. And that's just not the way of the world in 2019 and beyond. Mm. Because guess what? Becoming Going from a D student, or I should say just going from being a D at something in life to a C, you're still super average and super mediocre and probably still pretty bad at it. And who cares? Like you're still bad at that thing. Like nobody wants bad or mediocrity. Why aren't you focusing on what you got an A in or an mm. A plus in and just becoming the best in the world at that thing? Like that's where you should be focusing on. So every one of us has one or two or three things that we just are passionate about, are obsessed with, are in love with. And the problem with grades is like you don't spend any time on those things because you quote unquote got that covered and you don't let it grow and you don't just continue to put in the reps on that thing to get better and better. Instead, you kind of let that wither on the vine while you focus on the things that you're really bad at to become only kind of bad at it. So the whole system has to be thrown out the window. I think people really need to just identify what lights you up inside that you're naturally good at and now become naturally great at it by living it every single day. That's so beautiful. Now, I think we're going to wrap this up right here. Um, you, if there is one piece of advice that you could give to somebody who out there who wants to be like you, what would it be? It would be find the value that you can give to the world in something that you're obsessed with. So you can be obsessed with X or passionate about Y or excited about Z, 
that's all well and good for you. But if you really want to turn that into something special, turn that into something where you can generate significant revenue and make a big dent in the universe, you need to find how those things can add value to the world. In other words, how those areas can be a solution for people's real serious problems and pain points and obstacles and challenges. And when you're able to find that, that's where you can offer those solutions as a product, as a service, as a community, as whatever it might be. And that's how you can really take off to the next level. So that's what I really want people to to think about is what is that one thing that you're so passionate, so excited about that you can also add great value to the world in? Start thinking of how you can add solutions to other people in that area who have real problems, real pain points, real struggles. That's where you'll win. Beautiful. And John, what an excellent, excellent, excellent interview today. Thank you for your time. I know, I know, I know we could have gone more into detail about a million uh, things that we went over today, but you've shared so much with us today and I graciously like to thank you. And I think that's a wrap for today. Wait, 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 wait. Before you go, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube, iTunes podcast, SoundCloud, and Google Play channels at YI Network. And make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at YI Network. That's Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, all that. And if you or somebody you know loves their job and would like to inspire others too, make sure to email me at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Talk to you guys soon.